Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of sports, DFS, and gambling. With over five years of hot takes and millions of downloads later, I guess he's been doing something right. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, welcome to the show. Got to talk some NBA here because we are coming off of the worst All-Star weekend in the history of the NBA. I don't think there's any real way to like slice it other than the venue sucked, the, the competition sucked, and the game was absolutely horrendous. But I'm glad it happened because it got enough people complaining that maybe we can actually fix NBA All-Star Weekend because it's been broke for a while. It's it, This is not new. It's been played out and stale. And no matter how many viral clips we can talk about Mac McClung, and we'll get to Mac McClung. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about that. But, you know, it, the, it's all played out. But let's just start off from the bat. Utah? We're going to Utah? Like Salt Lake City? Like We're literally going to Salt Lake City to do an NBA All-Star game? What we affectionately call as Black Christmas? Where it's supposed to be the most wild parties for the NBA players and alums to come together one time a year? You're going to Utah? No, 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 like, of course people are going to complain. It's it's Salt Lake City. No, no, the party scene is not not it. It's not it there. I like. I'm sorry to the wonderful folks, and it's a. I'm sure it's a lovely place, but compared to other parts of the country and what you could do, no, it no, just no. Like the venue, no, (laughs) like. Like, maybe the NBA was uh, <laughs> contractually obligated uh, with the 30 teams, like, eventually they have to get to Utah, but they need to write that into the CBA. Certain places you should never have to go to. Utah, Cleveland, I mean, there, 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 are, a few, there are a few more I, I could come up with, but uh, Utah would basically be dead pretty much dead last on the list. Uh, I mean, absolutely you could do it in Canada. Uh like and I know some of you are going to be like, "Oh, what about well, like who, who wants to go to Canada?" I I can tell you like even Canada it's still better than uh, some of the places in the US. So without question, like y- Utah? <laughs> like th- no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like no, <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't even think there's a nice way to say it. No, n- no, never again, never again. So the venue suck. Next up, you still got the skills competitions 
that don't make any sense. Like, you know, they, they keep trying to do this skills competition. They've done various formats with uh, starting to try to incorporate WNBA players and legends, and now they're just trying to do the teams. It, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know, people have proposed, like, introducing horse as a, an option, and honestly, that would still be better than what they're doing now. Like, a, a giant horse competition would be better than what they're doing now. Because what they're doing now is just a complete and utter waste of time. The three-point shooting contest also played out. We've seen it all. We've seen it all. Yes, we've had shooters, and we're doing it for tradition's sake, but there's nothing new. And again, because of the lack of hand-checking and everything else, uh, you already know who the best shooters in the world are. So, it like, realistically, the three-point competition doesn't really do a ton other than showcase who should not be in the three-point competition, Julius Randle, uh, whom, of course, the Knicks keep telling to shoot three-pointers, which will inevitably burn them in the playoffs. But that's a whole nother discussion uh, point that uh, I'll get to at, at some point. Maybe we'll do a future episode and talk about the Knicks and their dysfunctional play style that, that will not work in the playoffs. It might, it'll work in the regular season because teams aren't uh, preparing for you the way they would for the postseason, but no. Uh, so, yeah, the three-point shooting contest, you know, there there aren't enough quali- quality candidates anymore because everyone checks threes. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, well, this guy made X number of threes. And it's like, okay, are they more of a spot-up shooter? Are they a rhythm shooter? Do they, like, because certain guys can only shoot threes in a certain way off of a set play and they're not a true three point shooter. Like people need to understand this. There there are aspects to the skill set needed for a competition like that. So that's another, uh, train wreck there. And then finally, the last train wreck was the slam dunk competition. Now I know everyone is all you know. Everyone's like, "Oh, look at the clip of Mac McClung, Mac McClung!" And like, look how great it's like a white kid dunking. And I'm like, "We're doing these played out jokes from over 30 years ago. A white man can't jump. It's 2023. Like, like, well, they're doing a remake of White Man Can't Jump. Like, like, are we this? Like, are we this far gone?" That we're, 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 we're just going to accept, like, the, these played-out, uh, like, uh, stereotypes? Like, the, the, this is this is a load of BS. Like, it should not have come down to Mac McClung putting on a couple of, okay, dunks. Like, they, they weren't, like, that crazy. But it, it's not, it, it's not, it, you know, it's fine. But it's not, like, any world beater. But, like, the whole appeal of it was just like, oh, look at this. It's a white kid dunking. We've never seen this before. When we, we see it all, we've seen this before. It's not like we haven't seen Brent Berry dunk, and like we've seen we've seen white guys dunk. It's like, like I'm sorry, this was just so tacky on so many levels. And of course, because it's in Salt Lake City, it amplified how corny it was uh, with some of the fan reactions uh, too. But you know, I I just. I can't, I, I can't, and, and you know, you know, it, it, it's just one where I still feel, and this is my opinion, unless the top stars are willing to do the dunk competition, 
And LeBron started this by opting out of the dunk competition, making everyone else feel like, oh, I don't have to do the dunk competition either if he's not doing it. Then, it, you know, we, we've we've kind of crossed the paths, uh, path of, you know, we, we got to redo this because it doesn't make sense if these guys are going to say no to the competition and are okay with just getting away with just saying no. So if we're not holding anyone accountable to, like, having to be an entertainer, then, yeah, we, we got a problem because we got a bunch of no-name players that aren't playing, and Mac McClung is a G League player. It's like, then you might as well just hire outside ringers who can be better dunkers than what you have for true NBA players because the G League, I'm sorry, is not the NBA. You need you need to uh, dump the format because unless the stars are going to do it and be notable, it's not it's it's not enough. You need actual NBA players. The last good dunk competition, and where it probably because the dunk competition has been dead for a while, but the last good dunk competition was the Zach Levine Aaron Gordon uh, uh, showdown, which but I always say Aaron Gordon won that and it was stolen from him. And that's the last good uh, reference point for the dunk competition. And that was, I want to say, we're, we're going five years now. It, it's just a complete waste. So I will talk about my solution to fixing NBA All-Star Weekend uh, coming up after the break. Uh, uh, so, uh, you know, the game itself, though... Complete waste of time. Complete and utter waste of time. Because no one's playing any defense. Everyone's chucking from half court. It's not a real basketball game anymore. We have lost all sense of reality with this game. Like, there's just... It's not an NBA game. So, so what what are we doing? Like, this, this, is, this is nonsense. Like, the, the picking the teams because the starters don't want to be picked last and... This, this, like, no, no, no. We are redoing all of this. This, 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 this load of crap is not going to fly. So we're going to take a break. I'm going to come back and we're going to fix NBA All-Star Weekend because it's long overdue. The format is completely played out. I got something that is way better than anything that they've uh, got in the cards at the moment. And uh, I'm, I'm sure most of you will agree with me that, this is the way to save the NBA All-Star Weekend and uh, incorporate some of the elements that the NBA is looking to do anyway. So stick around. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. We'll be right back after our sponsors pay the bills. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the show. Hope you got your popcorn ready. We are back, and let's just get right to the chase. We know All-Star Weekend desperately needs an overhaul. The NBA season is a drag, and, you know, it needs a boost midseason. The NBA's been talking about a midseason tournament, so why not kill two birds with one stone? I got the idea for the NBA. How about, instead of doing all these kitschy little skills competitions that have lost their luster over the years, how about we actually get real and actually do a real tournament? And I'm not talking like a mid, a true midseason five-on-five basketball tournament. I'm talking NBA Jam style, two-on-two tournament style for the NBA and do that for All-Star Weekend. Because, yeah, the fans will vote for their favorite All-Stars. Great. But that doesn't have to dictate the All-Star game. Because at the end of the day, most teams should have at least one All-Star on their roster. If not, so be it. We still bring in those teams for their two-on-two tournament. So here's how it works for my idea. It's a two-on-two basketball tournament. And for those of you who've never seen NBA Jam and I... You know, some for, for some of you Gen Zers, I'm I'm sorry if you never got a chance to play NBA Jam, uh, but those who know know how awesome NBA Jam is, the video game. So you know how it's gonna work. You're gonna pl- you're gonna play your two on two half court style, and just let let the it be a two on two tournament. You play to eleven. It, it's quick enough where you should be able to get to eleven. Uh, in less than uh, 15 minutes, you can blitz through all these matchups between all 30 NBA teams. And yeah, you can bring on a, a sub one sub mid-match. And yeah, between the NBA rosters, you could probably uh, rotate some guys in and out, but I would say no more than five dudes. So again, depending on how an NBA team would want to do this, you know, you could just r- roll your studs and make it a two-on-two tournament. Now, you're, you're, I know some of you are thinking, Dwayne, like, why are we doing a two-on-two tournament? A, because it's a different enough format that it actually gets people interested. It's a lot of trash talk when you're playing two-on-two. Five-on-five, you can hide. Two-on-two, you got to play, try to play some defense. And, again, it's a challenge to the manhood. So, for a lot of these NBA players... That say, oh, I'm such a great all-star. Like, how come you, you don't want to go one-on-one against certain dudes? Two-on-two, you got to go one-on-one. So all this talk about, oh, Jokic is better than Bead. Uh, you know, you've got, like, you can actually start settling some of these beefs up front and just do this two-on-two tournament and 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 get it rolling. Because everyone's going to have a point guard and everyone's going to ha- probably have a big man. Or you go small ball. Hey, small ball can work in a two-on-two format. It, it all depends on how you want to play it. But guess what? You know what's going to draw in the hook for viewers? The winner of the two-on-two tournament guarantees a playoff spot. I'm going to say this again. The winner of this uh, two-on-two tournament 
is guaranteed a playoff spot. That's how you get everybody to show up. Because all these teams, uh, uh, like, uh, back it out and, like, not sending their all-stars. Like, oh, I don't want to compete. I don't want to compete. LeBron, LeBron feels tired. Uh, you, you, you got, you got KD, uh, I don't, I don't feel up for it. No, no, no. Cut all that BS out. You put a two on two tournament in every team's eligible for it. They send their reps out there for the all-star game. Yeah. You have your all-star representatives and they're going to be on the team, obviously, but you have this two on two tournament. The team that wins is automatically guaranteed at least a playoff spot, whether they're the eighth seed or they would have gotten in on their own, but at least they had the backdrop of at least at worst being the eighth seed, and they're automatically qualified for the playoffs. How how hype would that be? Because you got a bunch of bottom feeder teams that you know normally would be taking. This is their last shot. You don't think they're going to give all uh, max out to like try to knock off a team that they probably should wouldn't be able to beat? It's two on two. So your best against their two best. They're like, who's not going to go be up for that? Because like, I'm telling you guys, like the all-star game format as it stands, with nobody even trying to play any defense and just chucking up shots from half court, it's idiotic. The slam dunk competition, all the dunks are played out. Everything is played out. How about you actually have a midseason tournament Without actually doing a full-on mid-season tournament. Because a full-on mid-season tournament with a best-of-seven series? No. That's boring as hell. Nobody, Nobody's really interested in that. Because it's just it just dilutes the formal competition. And I know some of you are going to be like, Oh, but Dwayne, it's a two-on-two tournament. How can you determine an entire playoff spot off that? Because guess what? It's one playoff spot. And you need to actually showcase your All-Stars. Because the All-Stars aren't even attending All-Star Weekend anymore. They're, they're skipping the games. Giannis only showed up because of his performance uh, appearance contract uh, and played 10 seconds and lost the game immediately. Well, what does that do for the ratings? Like, the ratings were awful for All-Star Weekend. No, there was no hype around that. And yeah, Salt Lake City had a lot to do with it because the players weren't interested. But I, I'm telling you, point blank, as a fan, I wasn't even remotely interested. Because I've seen everything. There's nothing left in the current format that works. How about you actually try something bold and ambitious? Because at the end of the day, it's about ratings and getting some attention. What's more attention grabbing than actually putting up a playoff spot on the line and every team's got a shot at it? So every fan base is going to be watching that tournament to see if their team could somehow pull off some type of miracle run and actually get into the playoffs. You're telling me that that wouldn't draw in the biggest ratings the NBA has seen since Jordan in the All-Star game days? Of course it's going to draw ratings. You got a playoff spot on the line. There are teams that you know are not making the playoffs that would actually give a shit. The Spurs would actually try. Well, maybe not the Spurs because <laughs> the Pop, Pop, Pop is trying to go out of his way not to like try to get that number one pick, but you know what I mean. The, the, like the players themselves, you're unencumbered by a coach. It's two on two basketball. You're not being coached. You're just playing it out. You're playing out the string. No, no coaches. Just two on two. Your best against their best, and and, and just see the, the better skill and uh, best best uh, shooters win. 
and just hoop it up. How's that not hype? That's where I, I, I look at it as like the NBA desperately needs to inject some life into this uh, format because everything's dead right now. It, it's just the way it is. So the NBA desperately needs to do something different. And this is where I suggest it because, you know, Matt McClung, Aaron's making all the, the jokes about white man can't jump and, you know, Aaron's having a fun time, like just like, Oh, this white boy's going to win a slam dunk competition. Uh, like, to me, I just find that... M- I find it more embarrassing uh, for everyone involved. Because for McClung, yeah, he needs to have Cheddar. Because that 150K he won is basically his year salary playing in the G League. But the fact of the matter is, he is not an NBA player. He's a G League player. There is a difference. So we need to actually start putting the emphasis on the NBA again. For the All-Star game. So instead of just doing all these kitschy things that the players aren't interested in, how about you put some real skin in the game, put a playoff spot on the line, and do a two-on-two tournament and have these guys and their egos put in check where they're getting called out by their boys on from all different quarters of, of the league. Because I promise you, that would get very intense very quickly and there would be a lot of trash talking. Also, that, that's the other thing. With no refs, all the, the trash talk is going to be crazy uh, off the chain with, with that style of format. I mean, to me, that's the way the NBA needs to go. You do a weekend tournament, NBA Jam style, and you can even see the teams where certain teams get buys based off of their position in the regular season currently, and you structure it that way so that you, they, uh, the higher up in the total pole you are, the further into the, uh, the, uh, the tournament you are. And that way you get buys. So they're more rested than the other teams that have to scrap it out at the beginning. But to me, that's the way you got to go for the NBA. At the end of the day, c- the consumers are very hype-driven. They're driven by off of the clips. The, the amount of clips you can get from a two-on-two tournament supersedes what you're getting from the All-Star game currently. So why not go into an expand format and be creative with it? Because right now, it's played out. It, there's nothing left that they can actually do that would, like, surprise me. Because there's, you know, as athletic as some of these players are, there's just nothing left. They've, they, the, the, the well is has been dry. So at the end of the day, why not be a little bit more creative and expand your horizons? That's all I'm saying, NBA. There, there's better work to be done. Yeah, Mac McClung was a nice story, but it just highlighted how in dire need the NBA is of new ideas. And that's that's just one proposal I have. But I think it's a pretty damn good proposal compared to everything else you've been throwing out there lately. So let me know your thoughts, folks. I'll I'll be uh, checking in with any uh, feedback, but uh, that's all I got for you guys today. We got more coming on the horizon because we definitely have to start covering uh, just some of the developments we've seen in the NFL. We've got a trade uh, deadline for hockey. There's a lot going on in the NHL. I know some of you don't necessarily care about hockey, but it's a very exciting time in the NHL. I will say so myself. So more to come there. 
best of luck uh, to everyone uh, with their respective teams. But we've got a lot of sports left to head into uh, post-NFL season. So a lot of action uh, to be had. So uh, stay tuned, folks. Have a good one. And until next time. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major outlets.